Hi everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today to discuss Bayern's 1-2 loss to Eintracht Frankfurt at home for the first time since the 2000s when Frankfurt won at Bayern. To, before we even get started, playing Frankfurt is always such a frustrating experience and the fact that Frankfurt gets a first league win against Bayern is not even all that shocking to me, but I will expand on that as we go on. So, first and foremost, lineups. So, how did Bayern line up today? Basically pretty much the same way as expected. Neuer and goal, Zule, Upamecano, Hernandez, Davies made the back four. Kimmich Goretzka in defensive mid, Serge Gnabry, Thomas Muller, Leroy Zane right in front of them, and Robert Lewandowski, the virtually invisible Robert Lewandowski today in at the front. Frankfurt lined up with three at the back. Yes, three at the back. Kevin Trapp in goal, Martin Hinteregger. Ilsanker Tuta making up the back three. Frankfurt had some absences, including that of Makoto Hasibi, who was probably the notable absentee from their lineup. Uh, in midfield, they set up with Timothy Chandler, Jakic, Gibrozo, and Amami Toure. Now, the thing with having Chandler and Toure on either side is that you kind of knew it was really going to be a back five as opposed to a back three. Because I haven't really ever seen Chandler do much more than defending. So there you go. Up front, Philip Kostic, Rafael Santos Bora, and Lindstrom. Uh, new arrival. Made up the front three. Uh, again, that was really more Kostic and Lindstrom behind Rafael Santos Bora. And Bora had a really tough job to hold a play throughout the game. The game started basically like all Bayern games start. Really quick. Really fast. And it seemed like Bayern was on the front foot and a first goal would be coming shortly. And it came, but it came because of a pretty bad error by Hinterreger, who suddenly decided he wanted, wanted to be Nikola Zule. He started to try out to dribble from the back. His pass rebounded off a Bayern player. The ball eventually found itself to Leon Goretzka, who scored an awesome goal so all credit to Leon Goretzka his first Bundesliga goal of the season and it was really one to watch shortly after Bayern could have doubled their lead but Leroy Zane chose to shoot rather than to pass to an open Serge Gnabry and it looked like it would be business as usual but then on the other side Upamecano had a really bad day today Kostic had his number the whole game and from one of these situations, eventually disaster would strike. But before that, there was poor marking from the from a corner for Frankfurt, which Martin and Hinterrega scored from. That that I sort of put on Upamecano, but I feel like Zule should have probably been the one who should have been assigned Hinterrega. But that's not that's not really the issue when the player who's supposed to mark the defender doesn't do his job so okay fine Byron concedes from a corner Hinterrega is really really tall and really really big and hard to defend against all right 1-1 fine as the game goes on you expect Byron to create chances and mind you Frankfurt created so little and that's been a hallmark of Oliver Glasner's teams when they start at least going back to his Wolfsburg days that 
they are a defensively solid outfit before they generate anything offensively. Wolfsburg scored very few goals under Oliver Glasner and were very dependent on Wout Weghorst to produce the goods up front. And because Andre Silva left Frankfurt, they are sort of dependent from Kostic to really provide and even be a goal scorer himself, as well as um, uh, a new signing on loan, Jens Peter Hauge, who would come off the bench and who would have a very good impact on the game. But Frankfurt really don't have many ideas once they get into the final third, aside from give it to Kostic and hope he produces some magic. Uh, That's really it. So uh, even at 1-1, I fully expected Bayern to go and find their way. But at the same time, the back five of Frankfurt, Frankfurt defended in two lines of five and four, leaving just Santos Bora up front. And when you couple good defenders with a very good manager who knows how to set up a team and run a defense like Oliver Glasner, you know it's going to be very hard to break down that defense. This does not mean that Bayern did not break down the defense. More chances came in the first half. In the second half, there were even more chances. How Serge Gnabry did not double Bayern's lead is still beyond me uh, when basically he had only Kevin Trapp to beat. Lewandowski had a pretty open header which he hit yes trap produced a wonderful save but it basically came at trap there were other moments kevin trap had this wonderful save from a zane volley lira zane by the way had a very good day i would say not everything came off but a plus for effort um he his shots aside from the free kick in the first half were mostly on target he was trying to make things happen Gnabry had a much quieter day Lewandowski had a very quiet day but I don't even know how much you can put on Lewandowski when you are literally up against a back five Frankfurt didn't really play a 3-5-2 they more so played a 5-4-1 and only in the second half did they get more brave so speaking of the second half uh speaking of uh the second half there were a couple more events in the first half that would sort of be markers for the second half for example Alfonso Davies getting beat by Amami Toure and Neuer would save Neuer would make some more very nice saves in the second half um he would come out as Neuer does far upfield and Hinteregger would try his luck by the way to beat Neuer from distance but that didn't happen so but the goal might have been a sequence of errors more than a classy Frankfurt goal. Like last season when Bayern lost to Frankfurt in Frankfurt. The goal, the winner was a very classy goal. There was not much Bayern could have done anything about that one. But today's goal, I don't really know what to make of it because it was just a sequence of errors. Because again, Frankfurt had basically put nothing up front really nothing and then Kostic beats Upamecano sequence of plays Jibro So comes and joins in um, Jens Peter Hauge who's very good on the ball they had substituted in uh, Sam Lammers at the time Sam Lammers is having a pretty good season for Frankfurt and one thing led to another and a series of failed clearances somehow ended up back to Kostic who had the beating of Upamecano and somehow had the beating of Neuer too. Um, my commenters on my end said Norrie may have misjudged the ball. I think he did. But the failure to deal with Costage is what ended up costing Bayern. And I'm a little surprised 
that yes I understand Frankfurt's threat was very minimal but that Nagelsmann did not do something about this because Upamecano was getting beat left right and center by Kostic and maybe he wasn't the right guy to deal with Kostic I don't really know what else he could have done maybe he could have shifted Nikola Zule into the center um, he could have brought on Stanisic to play at right back but it just it wasn't a good day for Upamecano as for the rest of the Bayern team I understand why a lot of the ideas didn't come to fruition part of it was on Bayern part of it was on Frankfurt's back five very very difficult to play against that back line the ideas were right the execution was just just a little bit off and at the end it may also come down to Nagelsmann's failure to rotate because the same group of players have played again and again and again and it's it's tiring, especially ahead of an international break. Um, Eric Maxim Chubomoding was brought on late for Bayern, as was Jamal Musiala. Musiala gave all of his effort. Chupo really did make a difference to the point where I was wondering if an earlier substitution for Chupo might have been helpful, because he did he was trying to create things of note and I think had he been given a little bit of time Byron might have found the goal either through him or through Chupo's creation he seemed new and fresh and full of ideas and in a night where Lewandowski had basically very few chances and had very few ideas that might have been the right move overall this was a frustrating loss but I think it does raise a few questions about the back line that Nagelsmann will have to think about. First of all, conceding goals from a corner is a nev- is never a good sign, especially for a team that conceded as many goals as Bayern did last season. And second of all, Uba Meccano is not getting beat for the first time this season. Um, he... He was beat pretty badly by Marcus Turam when we played Borussia Mönchengladbach. He did not get beat up by Erling Haaland as much as he did when he was playing for Leipzig because Nagelsmann found a tactical adjustment to make sure that Zule would be on hand to deal with the threat of Erling Haaland as well. So as a result... This does raise a few questions for Bayern, including what do you do when you come up against a rough and physical side like Frankfurt? And I don't, I don't know if Bayern did all that much wrong in attack. Kevin Trapp had a wonderful day, and Bayern had something like 21 shots with 11 on target, and on any other day that results in a win, except today. Just a few question marks at the back, though. Food for thought for Nagelsmann as we go into the international break. And as for Frankfurt, I do want to mention that they have been the draw specialist in the Bundesliga this season, especially um, after their first match day defeat to Borussia Dortmund. Uh, they were really, really struggling for a win, and they went away to Antwerp in the Europa League where there was this incident where... Kevin Trapp all of a sudden just fell on the floor and everybody was wondering what happened. He had stepped on a firework or firecracker that was on the field. So they had just had a very dangerous type of away match. They won that one because of a late, late penalty, which Paciencia scored from. Paciencia, by the way, was cheering from the sidelines toward the end, if you didn't notice. And that may have just given them the impetus to continue on to today. 
and not let their heads drop when a mistake from their captain, Martin Hinteregger, led to Bayern's first goal. So it took a lot of mentality for Frankfurt to go out and do what they did. But again, it's maybe good that these questions about the defense are coming up right now because it gives Nagelsmann a chance to look at it and fix it before it's too late. All right. Thank you. That's it from me. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 at BFWN, and more. This has been Samrin on a very frustrating day for Bayern. And now I'm going to log off and go watch Bayer Leverkusen. All right. Thank you. Take care.